This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News in Shoes. Are you looking for inspiration? Would you like to develop or renew a relationship with God? Let us show you how. Tune in to the Focus on Jesus broadcast on Mondays and Fridays at 1 p.m. Right here on WCNO, the Good News Station. Remember to focus on Jesus. Jesus is Lord. Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record could make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. 
Romans chapter 12, verse 1 through 3. And uh, we're going to back up a little bit too and read Romans chapter 11, beginning in verse 33. This is what he says. He says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present. Everybody say present. Your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Everybody say reasonable. Another word for that re- word right there, reasonable, is logical. It's your logical service. It makes sense to do it. There's an Old Testament picture. How I many know if the Old Testament is taught in shadows and types and stories? And what is hidden in the Old Testament is revealed in the New Testament. And what was taught in types and shadows in the Old Testament is now taught through principles. Jesus taught the principles of the Old Testament so that we could live them out in our life. That was the mystery of the gospel that was explained to us. Come on, amen. And in the Old Testament, they used to come in and they would take their sacrifice, whatever it was, a turtle dove or whatever, and they would present it to the priest. Matter of fact, during the time in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the New, the New Testament as it began to unfold. How many know that the first four Gospels were actually under the Old Testament, number one? Jesus actually lived and operated under the Old Covenant. The New Covenant didn't come until he resurrected. Come on, amen. And during that time, how many know Jesus went to the temple a few times? And when he went to the, the temple twice, he cleansed the temple. He flipped the tables over. He said, my father's house shall not be a, a, a den of thieves. Come on, somebody. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Well, what would happen is, is in, in that setting, when people would come to Jerusalem to bring their offering into the temple, there were people that were merchandisers, people that trafficked, and they, and they merchandised. And we're going to talk a little bit about that later into the message. But what would happen is somebody would come with their sacrifice, and they would get there, or they couldn't travel with all of their sacrifice, so they'd have to buy a good sacrifice when they got ready to go to the temple to offer their sacrifice to the priest. And they would come in and, with their turtle dove or whatever it was, and, and the merchandise would say, oh, you can't present that. That thing is lame. You don't want to give that to God. Why don't you trade that turtle dove in on another turtle dove? that we have here and you pay us a couple you know a couple dollars extra and we'll give you this better turtle dove for an offering and they would do that and the guy would exchange the turtle dove for a better turtle dove and he'd go in to present that turtle dove that he bought and then they would take the turtle dove that he traded in and put it back on the shelf until somebody else come in and run the same scam again and Jesus comes in he says no 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 you ain't doing that garbage in my daddy's house you're not gonna merchandise my people But the process, what they were taking advantage of, is there was a process of presenting your sacrifice. We talked a little bit about presenting yourself as a living sacrifice. That it's called the sacrifice of praise. And and, and we talked about how in the Old Testament you used to have to bring a bull or a goat or a lamb or a turtle dove to sacrifice to the Lord. And now we come into the house with a sacrifice of and worship. That's what we do. So we still make the sacrifice, but it's with worship. Well, in this scripture, Paul's talking about, he says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, to present. Everybody say present. When they would go in the Old Testament as a shadow or a type, and they would present their offering to the priest, it was never considered presented to the priest until it left your hands and was deposited into the hands of the priest. In other words, as long as your hands were still on your sacrifice, it wasn't a sacrifice. No, you didn't hear me. See, presenting yourself or presenting your sacrifice means that you take yourself out of the equation and you give everything that you are, everything that you aspire to be, everything that you want to be everything that you've been all of your mess and all of your goodness and you give it to the Lord and you say here I am God I'm yours 
and I'll do it your way, not my way. Everybody good with that? Okay, we're going to keep reading. Verse 2, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hmm? Now, when you read this, how many of you understand this actually is like the beginning of a new chapter, but it's still in context to the end of the previous chapter? Somebody decided to divide these letters up. This letter was written to the Romans by the Apostle Paul, and it was written as a letter. It wasn't broken up into chapters. So when they, when they broke his letter up, they broke it up into chapters for easy reading. But this is a continuation of what we read in Romans chapter 11. And it was an appeal from Paul for us to bring our bodies to God and to give them to him. Somebody say, my body. Isn't that amazing that God wants your body? I mean, you can say that and it don't sound right, does it? God wants my body? Yes, God wants your body. Isn't that amazing? I mean, just wrap your mind around that statement for a moment. And just think about that. God wants your body. Not just you, but your body. Come on, amen. And he said, I want you to bring your bodies to God and give it to Him. But all the reasons and all the, all the logic behind us giving, giving God our body, you find in chapter 11 and verse 33, and this is what he says. He says, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has become his counselor? It was first given to him, and it shall be repaid to him. For of him and through him and to him are all things. Somebody shout all things. To whom be glory forever. Amen. Then he says after making that statement, Therefore, because he is like this, he's rich and wise, he's great, he's merciful, he's glorious, he's a God of love, he's a God of grace, and you are like this. This is how you really are as a person. You are ignorant of the future, forgetful of the past, and unable to control the present. He said, taking all that into account, your ignorance, your failures, your inability to do anything really with your life except exist, he says, I beseech you, therefore... Brethren, by the tender mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable God, which is your reasonable service, or which is your logical service. In other words, you reason it. It's, it's reasoned out in your mind. You, you process it, and you logically conclude that I am just a mess without God, and I'm just going to give myself to God, spirit, soul, and body. It's all yours, Lord. Do what you want with me. Amen? How many believe that really makes sense? Hmm? Then he goes on to say, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In other words, once you have deduced logically that you should worship him with your whole body and your whole mind and your whole spirit and all your strength and everything that's in you, then go ahead and renew your mind in the power of God, the word of God through worship. And as you do that, you're going to be able to do that more and more and more. You'll be able to present everything to God. Everything you deal with, every trouble, every trial, every insecurity, every rejection, every betrayal, everything that comes against you in your life, you will have the ability to present to Him as a sacrifice. See, that's why praise and worship is so important for the believer because it's in the moment of praise and worship that we're able to shake off everything and put everything that we have and everything that we are and focus all of our attention on Him. And when you do that, how many know you get better? Not bitter, but better. 
How many know when you focus all your attention on all your problems, you get bitter? And you just become mad. You are an angry person and we don't like you. We really don't like ourselves when we're angry, do we? What do we call that? We call that being miserable. I have a heritage of miserableness. My daddy's mama, my granny was a miserable person, wasn't she, dad? She was not happy about anything. But how many know when you focus everything that you are towards God, you can't become bitter. You can only get better. Because he'll restore your soul. He'll supply all your needs. He'll renew your strength. He's greater than every problem, every situation. He's God. Come on, amen? Amen. So God, in other words, God is interested in us bringing our bodies and making it available to him when he says present your bodies. In the Greek, he uses, he uses what, the, in the, what the Greeks called the aorist tense. That you present it by faith once and for all. And say, God, it's yours as a statement of faith. And then, every day after that, you walk in the knowledge of knowing that you belong to God. In other words, you've got to get it born again every day. It's a life change. Uh, you might fall. You might not look like a Christian all the time. But through the process of praising and worshiping and believing and walking in faith, you begin to grow up in the things of God. Because let I me mean, know it's not enough just to show up at church. You've got to grow up at church. He did it once and for all. It amazes me that God would ever want our bodies. I, I'm, I'm kind of taken back that God really wants me. I look in the mirror and I go, really? <laughs> okay, you got it. I just feel like singing some, you know, Wayne Newton song at that point, you know. You have it all, you know. Amen. So the question is, is why does God want my body? Hmm? If you, even when you read the book of Romans, and this is something I thought about a lot, when you begin to read the book of Romans, you'll notice that even all the way from the very beginning of chapter 1, the body keeps coming up, the body keeps coming up, the body keeps coming up. And I'm not talking about the body of Christ, I'm talking about your body. The physical body. It starts out at the very beginning about people that end up worshiping the things of the lust or the things of the flesh rather than worship a being. And it's constant throughout Scripture. You get in Romans chapter 7 and it's talking about your ability to not be tempted by your body but to trust God. And we remember when Paul says, I keep doing the things I don't want to do and the things I want to do, I can't never get them done. I mean, that's a reality that a lot of people find themselves in every day. Come on. So he's talking about the body all through, all through there. In fact, he tells us that the body is the seed of what we call the flesh. I mean, the flesh just wants what it wants when it wants it, don't care. I mean, your flesh ain't got no conscience. It's just connected to your conscience. Mm? That's why when you drink a lot of alcohol or do a lot of drugs, your conscience gets so dull that your flesh just goes, Yay! I get to do what I want! I might even kill us tonight! And sometimes people die. Because their flesh is in control. Come on, amen. Hmm? It's that thing in us that it's almost like an antagonistic nature that we have. To want to do the things we know we shouldn't do. To rebel against God because we really don't want to see ourselves in the place of humility towards God. Because we really love ourselves. 
I mean, every human being wrestles with that. On one level or another, we wrestle with that. Amen? Hmm? We all have it, and somehow it's kind of connected to our body. Our body is the, the mechanism that is connected to the world. It's the source of our temptation. Our body grows weak. Our body goes weary. And our body is stinky sometimes. It's gotta, you know, how many of your body's got to take a shower every day? Come on, amen. It's sometimes your body snores really loud. Sometimes uh, it, your body's always hungry. You've got to constantly keep fueling the thing. And it's never, 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 never comfortable. You can't just, you know, it's the green chairs and it's the floor and it's the concrete and it's the heat and it's the cold and it's something that's always upset in your body and is never satisfied. And it, it takes a lot to keep it maintained. We spend a lot of money maintaining our body. I mean, we have to buy those Gillette razors, which are like, $40,000 for one week of shaving. And, 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 and you have to buy a really sweet smelling deodorant. And when you get older, you got to start using lotions and fight the sunspots and the dry skin. You got to clip your toenails and your fingernails and pluck the hair out of your nose and out of your ears and shave your eyebrows. I mean, it takes a lot to take care of your body. Hmm? It's exhausting. I mean, we didn't even get to the big stuff like using the bathroom. You can't even wear the same pair of socks for three days. You'll kill somebody. This thing is difficult to take care of. And it doesn't get better as the years pass. It just gets harder. It's more difficult to maintain. It doesn't work as good. It gets older. It breaks down more. I mean, come on. you got to start taking all kinds of pills to keep it running. And, and, uh, you know, you, you got to drink plenty of fluid more than you ever drank before. And, and, then, and then your body, which goes through all this torment in hell, it takes you to go and corral and says, eat everything on the bone buffet. Just eat it all. I'll have some Chinese. I'll have some American. I'll have some Japanese. I'll have some, Come on. Are them ribs over there? I'll just put them ribs on top of my pizza with some macaroni and cheese. That looks good. And then you go home and pay the price in your... I mean, your soul ain't suffering and your spirit ain't soul suffering. It's your body that suffers. Come on, amen. How many of you know I'm always having trouble with my... How many glad you're going to get a brand new one when you get to heaven? I mean, my spirit is great, and my soul loves to worship God, but Lord, 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 you really want my body? I mean, you really want this thing? I mean, come on, Jesus. I mean, I, this body wants to bring me down all the time. This body wants to get me in trouble all the time. I can't never satisfy this thing. Hmm? It makes me rude. Come on, how many know that's true? When you're hungry, you're not nice to your, your husband or wife. When you're on a diet... Trying to teach your body a lesson, your body will be mean to everybody around you. That's why you've got to learn to worship God with your body. Don't sit there during worship and going, oh, that's just beautiful. They're getting pretty good. I like that new drummer. No, you worship Jesus with your body. Half the time we sit out there and judge everybody up on the stage. And what are we looking at? Their body. Mm. Boy, they, they sing good, but, but you can tell they ain't had a shower in a week. Let's let them worship over there. Is that too real? Hmm? 
Somebody say, I got to worship him with my body. Paul said, I beseech you. Get yourself under control. I'm beseeching you, which means I'm urging you, take control of your body in view of God's greatness, in view of God's mercy, in view of God's love, in view of His power, in view of His awesomeness. Take your body under control and make it a living sacrifice under your God. Present it to Him. Somebody say, worship the Lord. He says, bring your bodies. I don't mean bring yourselves. It means bring your physical body as a living sacrifice. Bring it with all of its problems. Bring it with all of its troubles, all of its difficulty, all of its everything in it, its sickness. It, it, come on, everything. Being overweight, being too tall, being too skinny, being too ugly, being too pretty. Bring it all. Bring it to the Lord. Bring it just the way it is. How many know every other religion in the world says, no, you better get yourself together before you come and offer something to your God? Yeah, you better live perfect. You better act right. You better talk right. You better look right. You better sound right. You better get all this wickedness out of your body. Then give yourself to God. Christianity is the only thing that says you come just like you are. Bring all your mess. Bring all your baggage. Bring all your problems. Bring all your weight. Bring everything you've got and give it to God. I will take you just the way you are. But when you get in a relationship with me, I ain't going to leave you the way I found you. I'm going to make you better. I'm going to make you smarter. I'm going to make you more blessed. You're going to learn how to be an overcomer. You're going to learn how to grow in me. You're going to reach your destiny and find a purpose in me, says the Lord. Somebody shall give me my body. He says, come to me just the way you are. Hallelujah. I mean, worship don't just start in church and end in church. Huh? You driving down the road getting mad at somebody And holding your middle finger out the window is not worship to the Lord. Get your body under control. Hmm? If you're mad at somebody cutting you off in traffic, do what I do. Pull off the road and just, don't let me kill them, Lord. Oh, Jesus, help me right now. Everything in my body is say, floor it, run them off the road. If you're anything like me, you just got to battle it. You got to battle it out. Who do they think they are? And then you got the Holy Ghost going, they need Jesus. Yes, they do. I'm about to send them to you right now, Lord. Just forget about the altar. They're coming right now. Yeah, y'all ain't going to shout me down, but I know what you're thinking. Mm. He said, present yourself. Present, present, present. Somebody say, present. Your bodies as a living sacrifice. That means that if God has been amazing to you, if He's been unsearchable in His wisdom, unequal in His counsel, God is amazing in His provision. He's watched you. He's covered you. If He's ever done anything for you or given anything to you, what I want you to do is to come into the house and learn how to present your body to the living God. Mm. 1 Corinthians 6, 20 says, For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. In other words, God's got the deed to your body. You go look up the title deed on your body. The birth certificate's got your parents' name on it. They don't own you. God was your manufacturer. He got the deed. Come on, somebody. Amen. That birth certificate is just a lease agreement between your parents and you. God's got the deed to you. He owns your body. Come on, amen. 
That means there's something about physical expression. There's something that's important about getting your body in submission to the Spirit of God and worshiping God. Open your mouth when you don't want to open your mouth. Lift your hands when you don't want to lift your hands. Clap your hands, all you people. Shout to the Lord with a voice of triumph. Jump up and down. Run, holler. Come on, somebody. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.